Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Robots Radio presents You're listening to the Dungeons and Dragons Lorecast The best way for everyone from experienced dungeon masters To those curious about D&D To learn more about the worlds, creatures, and lore of Dungeons and Dragons Hello and welcome to the Dungeons and Dragons Lorecast. My name is Sergio. And I am Mary. And you are listening to the multiverse famous patron roundtable. Bum, 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 bum. A fanfare, you know, uh-huh. the crowd. Like, we've got a guy on I can, I can hear it. I can hear waving it. Waving at people, elephants. Mm-hmm. Women fainting in the front row because exactly. they've seen it. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Swooning. Vapors. Swooning. 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 They got a case of the vapors. They got the vapors. And we are joined by a couple of our patrons, the unmistakable, the undeniable, the never replicated Darkwing and Coffee. Say hello, folks. How are you guys hello? doing today? Okay. We're doing great. How are y'all doing? I'm just living the dream one nightmare at a time. Look what out. That's the, I, I believe that's the tagline to a fantastic Feywild adventure. It is. It's Living just any the, campaign that I'm DMing. Living the dream one nightmare at a time. I like it. Well, this week, um, because here in the States, it is uh, the month of November, and the month of November is closely associated with the holiday of Thanksgiving, a holiday where... A lot of people eat a bunch of uh, fantastic food, uh, watch watch some, uh, the Cowboys usually play, so watch some terrible football. Mm -hmm. And and I say that as a lifelong Cowboys fan. Uh, And of course, you know, take note and stock of what they are grateful for. And that's exactly (laughs) what we're going to do this week is we're going to talk about what we're grateful for in terms of Dungeons and Dragons and, you know, just tabletop role-playing games in general. And just be forewarned, this episode might get a little emotional because, you know, we are talking about the things that that we are grateful for, that we have, that we have gratitude for. And so, you know, a lot of those things, especially for me, speaking personally, I, you know, uh, a lot of, of about this game has changed my life and, innumerable yep. immeasurable 100 and you know mm-hmm. i can never you know be i can never say enough about it. i mean i i do a freaking podcast about D. that's how much i love it so all the 20 yeah and so oh my gosh uh, me too weird coincidence oh, oh you cringe so uh yeah let's go ahead 
let's go ahead and just get started. Darkwing, as Absolutely. always, you uh, always uh, roll high on initiative he does. when it comes to uh, the patron roundtable. So let's start off with you, sir. Do what I can. Thank you again for having me here. Like you were right, this could end up being emotional. I apologize if I cry because I'm a I'm a giant baby about these kind of things. We don't apologize for emotions here. So D and D dropped into my life in middle school with no one to play with. Uh, I had no idea what it really was. It was um, it was the Dungeons and Dragons magazine that I'm having a just a brain fart now about. Uh, but the artwork, because I, I guess I always fancied myself an artist, and I loved that art style, and I loved dragons, and I loved all of that, and that was just, I was always just really happy for the artwork that's come from D&D, but then it goes onward, and you get into my older life, where I ended up in high school with uh, my best friend, Chris, and he got me involved with a D&D group that was very active and we were we were those high school nerds but it was such a I say that but we were such a group of everything like I was I was this crazy little punk rocker and I guess little maybe it's not the word after talking with you guys this morning um <laughs> so yeah we, we discussed pre-show we discussed heights and uh, and Darkwing literally has about a towers. foot on all of us <laughs> towers so, over us yeah so and, little uh, might not be the best uh the best descriptor it maybe not but okay so i was a i was a very big punk rocker in a very cowboy state slash town and these guys were always really opening and like they're just there have no big deal nobody cared that i had green hair and leather and spikes and a safety pin going through my nose and uh it's just it's just the most stereotypical punk rocker and that group lasted for so long and i was so close to all of those guys and my friend chris who i mentioned brought me into all of this he's he passed at his own hand some time ago and that's i don't have to be it's not your fault i uh but he was the closest person i'd had as an adult at that point and i think fondly of him now and he's where it all started i kept going along and i we i lost that group we that unfortunately broke our group apart and i haven't seen those men in years and i didn't think much about it after that i played some D and i've i've gotten into quite a few of the other like sh- shoot offs uh they're they're their tabletop like board games uh in the recent years have brought a lot of our me and my buddies together as we find that we just didn't have time to be D D gaming where we could just pull like a box out with the game and spend an evening one shot it have a real good time uh but what i am absolutely the most thankful for is it saving my own sanity uh i was involved for a very long time in the agri-industrial cattle industry and it's not a nice place and i've yeah. seen a lot of real death and without yeah. the stories of drizzdorden 
uh, which which spread out to quite a bit over the last ten ish years that I've been listening to these books. Uh, I don't know what I would have done without them. Uh, to consider uh, that just even in my own mind that there was heroes that you could look up to. And and maybe put aside some of the horrible things you found yourself doing in your own life. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I'm truly thankful for is the sanity that's brought by a fantasy world and knowing that there, there there's other people that have the same morals that you wish you could stand to. And I suppose that's really all I have. I suppose if I keep going, I'm probably going to start crying. <laughs> I was gonna say, if, you, if you keep going, like you might, yeah, I might as well. Um, I, uh, yeah. And I just, and, and it, I guess the very last thing is I, uh, finding this community was, well, it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm very thankful for D&D because without it, I wouldn't be sitting here talking with you guys this morning. So uh, once, thanks. Thanks to all of you. And just even the people listening. Thank you for being here right now. Yeah, we we warned you it was uh, it was going to get emotional and yeah, right off the uh, gate. Um, yeah, it's you know the thing about D and D and um, and TTRPGs in general and and um, is you know they're they're like with every sort of you know sub community you know, like there's there's going to be some gatekeeping there's going to be mm-hmm. some folks that you know say you can't play this way or that way or you you know. Um, but you shut that, all that off. You shut, you know, you tell them to shut up, mute them mm-hmm. on whatever social media site you're on yep. and you find a community that's, that's so inclusive. It It is. It and like these guys. Absolutely. And yeah. yeah, I like, like you're saying, like wow. you're, you know, this giant punk rock kid, you know, with green hair and a safety pin through your nose. I mean, you would have fit in just fine at my table. For sure. Well, I'm glad to hear that. But uh, <laughs> you know, being a growing up a, a small punk rock kid, a little punk rock kid myself. But I was a neon goth. That's what I was. <laughs> but I, uh, I'm neon goth. I'm going to look into that a little more. Okay. But no, True it's just story. it's that you know that sense of a community that like if you know if you're if you share the same you know sort of morals as we do, which is you know, be kind to everyone. Mm-hmm. Give you know, treat everyone with respect. If you want to play the game, like you have a seat at the table. Yep. And yep. and fostering those relationships and and, yep. and and nurturing that sort of camaraderie. You know, mm-hmm. I am in the middle of a. I was actually mentioning this earlier that I'm I'm playing after we record. I'm playing later on the day with hey. a group of folks that I I've only met one of them in real life. I, you know, I, I, he was a professor of mine and I have those. What's, yeah, exactly. And so, and that's what I have. <laughs> and at some point during the pandemic, he reached out to me just to see how I was doing. And, uh, and he invited me to the game. And like I said, I, and I, I consider these guys, some of my closest friends. Mm-hmm even though I've never met them. And I would love to. I mean, we've I talked about too. 
I've talked, we've talked about getting together for a long weekend and doing mm-hmm. like, you know, a marathon session. You like should. A, and we might, and I, th- I, I would love to do that to like end the campaign because we're doing a oh, level one yeah. to 20 campaign. And so it's, you know, and it, we're, we only play about, you know, every other week or so. And so it's, mm-hmm. it's slow boogie, but we're, we're pounding along. And so, yeah, I would love to do that. And, but yeah, like I, you know, I can't imagine, you know, too much else in this world that can foster that kind of relationship, mm-hmm. that kind of dynamic. No, absolutely not. Nothing I've found anyway. That's actually one of, um, one of my players and one of my closest friends who I've never met. They live way up North. Um, Canada? The, the main quote that stuck out to me was it's the safest place I know. Yeah. Talking about D and D and being at the table, that is the safest place they know. I love that. that oh good. yeah, no, That's I'm good. absolutely gonna cry, and I'm not gonna apologize for it. It's <laughs> gonna happen. Like I'm barely hanging on, barely hanging on, just to start with. I know um, Darkwing started us off hot, and uh, yeah, oh, I, you know, I'm, I'm coming in, coming in hard and fast. Same, <laughs> same. Um, I'll start with the part that won't make me cry, and then we'll lead to it. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, Part of what I'm thankful for is the opportunities that it's brought for me. Um, A very creative person spent a lot of time alone as a kid and as a teenager because I was the weird one. And in the Bible Belt and being not Christian, I didn't do sports. I didn't like sports. I didn't go to church. I didn't, you know, go do I didn't have a favorite team I didn't have any of those things so it was always here here yeah yeah you didn't fall in line pretty much I absolutely did not I've never fallen in line I've kicked that line in the sand so many times just to mess it up and make them have to redraw it like that's how I like to exist having spent uh, quite a (laughs) bit of time with you in the past few months consider me shocked me weird and out there never (gasps) Not, not the Mary I know. Of course not. Not I've the Mary of the D&D lore cast. Right. <laughs> but so aside from that, you know, the opportunity to build and create, it's also put me where I am now, being able to be here, being able to have these conversations, finding something that feels like a safe place that feels like home. And then I get to share that with other people. And then I get to create a world to bring other people into and save them because that's that's the fantasy for me is saving everyone or helping them write that story in a safe way where there's not ostracization and hatefulness and bitterness and ugliness because I've got a lot of folks around me that face it constantly because of their orientations or how they grew up so being able to make that and help them has been one of the parts I am the most grateful for. The other part is the people, the community. And it is just an amazing place. I've got, um, I've gotten to meet one of my other players in person. He had a 30 minute layover (laughs) at the DFW airport, which is hour and a half from my house. So I drove an hour and a half to give this man a hug. Like that's literally all the time we had. I We hugged him. We drove him to his next gate, hugged him again and said bye. But I got to meet him. I got to meet my twin. 
um, lock. He, so he, that, I had asked. That's fantastic. It, oh God, yes. <laughs> it's been amazing. The first campaign I was in is where I got to meet and talk to and grow a relationship and foster a relationship with Atticus, which is my, my person, my person. I'm not sharing, by the way. All mine. I don't have to. Um, but we got to know each other and got to become friends before we ever met and like face to face. And so that's I'm nothing greater than that than finding someone through that that happens to be the person I want to do forever with. So it doesn't get much better than that. I've had um an opportunity to my friend put it, um, thankful for the freedom to explore parts of ourselves that we maybe are scared to explore or unsure of, or even can't physically or mentally to go out and do these things, these amazing things. And that safe space allows us to be close to others and tell funny or serious or heartbreaking stories. It's therapeutic for people that have experienced different types of trauma myself included, um, gives you a place to work through those things and to kind of deal with it in a safe way that if you need to set it down for a minute to come back to it, you can. And that has been just absolutely one of the most amazing bits of it. Um, I asked my group what they were thankful for because I'm thankful for them. <laughs> so I figured that's the best way to honor that, right, is to share um, their feelings and pretty much everyone agreed was the community and connections um, had one that said he was thankful for monks and bards which makes sense because who isn't you know um, getting able to explore who we are as people um, and then one of my friends is the reason I started playing D&D &D in the first place so I was already weird and ostracized. So I didn't play in high school. I didn't play until it's been three years now, I think. No, two years. I started in 2020 was the first time that I sat down and started playing D&D. &D. And I, my brain decided I loved it. So I hyperfixated. Flabbergasted. I'm flabbergasted. <laughs> and here we are. Um, I absorb information real easy. So made it easy for me. Um, but I had listened to, um, the no sleep podcast for a while and then one of their voice actors peter works uh with travis vingroff in dark dice that was the first actual play i listened to and what pushed me over was like no okay now i've got to do this because this is cool as hell like i need <laughs> i need to let's go it's time let's flip the switch and i will finish out my little bit and then pass it off with the quote that he sent me he said i love D D." for all the little chances to be a version of yourself that reality provides so few opportunities to be, whether it be heroic or silly or physically different from oneself. The shared fiction becomes a shared alternate reality of genuine personal choice in a world where it's not uncommon to feel railroaded into a specific life path. When the correct chord is struck, even at its most fantastic, it still feels wholeheartedly you love that it's mm -hmm. awesome so, <laughs> that is what i am thankful for and you guys pretty <laughs> awesome 
More thanks for you as well. That was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. We had uh, uh, Bjorn, another patron of the show, uh, who was unable to make the recording, but um, sent in what he was thankful for. Uh, Bjorn Ironside said, uh, you would like to say, I'm thankful for D&D in all aspects of what it can be for the people who have come and sat down at the table and shared memories with and ideas to the actual game itself that gave everyone moments of stomach hurting laughter and times before there was not a dry eye in the house. This is what I'm grateful for and would never change. Mm-hmm. And a friend of the show, Mello. That's, and, my, uh, that's one of my best friends. That's <laughs> one of the people that D&D brought me. There's not a day that passes that we don't speak, don't speak to each other. Like we're family now. Yeah. And I, I love that. Like I said, like, you know, the, the guys that I, that I play in this, um, in my age of worms campaign, I like they're I consider them some of my closest friends. Yep. Uh, Mello says, I am thankful that I got to jump in and explore this hobby with people who have only gotten more important to me. I've gotten to see so much expression and enjoyment from spending time with everyone and getting to nerd out about something we all enjoy. Even when things take an unexpected turn, they've been some of my favorite moments to revisit and reminisce about, which uh, really quickly, I want to say like, um, not necessarily because of D&D, but I'm thankful for my partner who will stand there and politely let me tell her all about the previous (laughs) night's session the next day. And we know with the smile on her face, just like, okay, honey, I'm so glad you had fun. Because that's Let's exactly, and I'll be like, oh my gosh. And then, and then, you know, <laughs> uh, and then Xylalore, you know, did uh, cast, uh, uh, now I'm like, I'm blanking on. Uh... <laughs> no, I, dude, I'm with you. My wife, absolutely the greatest partner in the world, does the same thing. She's like, that's great, honey. No, 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 please tell me more. And you just, damn it. And, she doesn't the, care. I'm going to tell her anyway, though. And the whole time you're just like fanboying out and just like, mm-hmm. okay. Okay. partner fangirls with me <laughs> he does every single time and then we had a uh, a couple of our friends from the discord also chime in uh, grim vance says i am thankful for the opportunities dnd has given me a wonderful escape from my rather hectic day-to-day reality a way to finally build out character ideas i've had for ages the ability to reunite with friends i haven't caught up with in ages and another community of wonderful people to bond with I'm also thankful for the podcast. It helped fuel my ideas for characters and campaigns, giving me something to talk about to my friends and family about and more. And he said a little backstory here. I only started D&D a couple of months ago. I'm currently in a campaign for Tomb of Annihilation with my first char- character, Stella. Oh, Commissioned art attached and I'm reading oh, I over all thinking. the rules to actually run the campaign out of the abyss for some close friends of mine. Which is... The artwork is beautiful, by oh, the way. Yeah. If you're not in the Dungeons and Dragons Lorecast channel on a uh, Robots Radio Network, it's it's popping. Yeah, um, it's fantastic. But that art is gorgeous. I love it. Ugh. And then also uh, Dice Hoarder Peter, who I feel mm-hmm. uh, at least has one thing in common with you, Mary. You little dice goblin, you. I do. I have so many. <laughs> he says, I am thankful that they're giving me and my players the opportunity to explore our creativity, be it with a funny or ridiculous solution to a problem and or when they completely overthrow the things you planned out and you have to make things up on the spot, but just let it look like you anticipated everything, which I personally have never had experience <laughs> with as a DM. 
I feel called out and victimized. <laughs> Uh, he says, I'm also thankful that D&D brought so many new friendships and acquaintances with it when we played. People you barely knew at session one turned it into dear friends by now. Mm-hmm. And an ongoing theme. Also, as a last point on my list, I am thankful that they let me captivate my players with my fondness for storytelling, especially when running Cthulhu-themed oh. settings or when I lead another bunch of clueless people into the dark corners of Ravenloft. Yep. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well said. Mm-hmm. Well said. Very <laughs> much so. I gotta, I gotta, I'm thankful for lenient DMs as well. <laughs> DMs that are here for the rule of cool, because if someone can argue it to me, even if it doesn't match the rules as written, but it's going to make a good moment. I'm in. Let's I go. mean, even, even if it's not, you know, raw, even if it's not rules as written, mm-hmm. if it makes sense, if it's we logical, can make it make sense. Yeah. If, <laughs> We can look, no, we can make it make sense. We'll make it. <laughs> oh boy, you are very goblin esque. That is true. We can make it make sense. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be we'll fine. clean it up in post. It's fine. We're going to take a quick little break to get to the middle of the show so we can thank our patrons, talk some news, and check out the DMs Guild. But when we get mm-hmm. back, you'll hear from uh, Coffee and myself about what we're thankful for. Welcome to the middle of the show, where we thank our patrons, talk about some recent D&D happenings and news, mm-hmm. and of course, take a peek into the DMs Guild to see what kind of homebrew shenanigans we can get into. Do love homebrew shenanigans. First and foremost, thank you to each and every one of our patrons for financially supporting the show, for mm-hmm. helping make the show bigger and better in, in many ways that we wouldn't be able to do uh, without this kind of support, you know, yeah. we're we're looking at getting the magic items of the week title tentative, depending on, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, everything about it's still tentative, but we're going to release that in 2023 on the DMs Guild, yeah, uh, all the various uh, homebrew magic items of the week, the homebrew NPCs, the, the mm-hmm. weapons of legacy that mm-hmm. uh, Crit and myself created in that episode. Uh, we're going to start commissioning artists to create the art and we're going to put it together and it's going to be, it's going to, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it. I cannot we wait. We're in the beginning phases of getting it together. I'm also, so excited. Also commissioning artwork for, for mm-hmm. new merchandise. Yes. Uh, we've already got one done and we've talked about it a little bit and it's, uh, we, we are so happy with so it. So good. And we cannot wait to show everyone else. Uh, so yeah, thank you Fish so story. much. So thank you so much to the patrons for for doing that, for supporting the show in that way. If you're interested in in doing so, you can go to patreon.com slash DND Lorecast and sign up anywhere from $5 a month to 75. Mm-hmm. They all have uh, different benefits, different perks that come along with it from uh, being able to get episodes of the show ad-free and a day early mm-hmm. to bonus content, the patron plus yep. installments, the bonus episodes, uh, to merchandise, to um, workshops with Mary and or myself, mm-hmm. where we can yep. sit down with you to help you flesh out your homebrew adventure, to help you build characters, to help you play the game, to help you yep. to teach you to play the game. Uh, yep. Or even uh, we'll run a one-shot for you and your friends or uh, one of us will just, you know, play with you for, for one session as a guest character. 
and all that stuff is available on the website. And uh, Mary, if, uh, if they're not able to get onto Patreon, how else can they support the show? Oh gosh, you can find us on uh, Twitter at DND Lorecast. You can find us on the Robots Radio Network Discord. There is a channel for us on that Dungeons Dragons Lorecast. There is so much there. It's worth just going and checking out for any reason. Um, you can also just shoot us an email at dndlorecast at gmail.com. And we are always ready and always willing to talk about D&D. Never, you're never, yeah, you're never going to wrench our arms to talk Mm-mm. about D&D. Mm-mm. It's it's always it's always yeah. at the forefront of my mind. Yeah, you'd have to twist our arms to make us not right. Be like, and okay, even you're, then, you're gonna have to stop. I'd rather probably lose an arm. I yeah, I might lose an arm. <laughs> I can still talk without an arm. Yeah, it's fine. That's absolutely fine. <laughs> Maybe I gesture a lot. I might not be able to. Guess we'll find out. And as far as D and D news is concerned, we've got a couple of different items. One of which is that there we know that there is a D and D movie coming out next March, D&D Honor Among Thieves. But mm-hmm. they're also working on a live-action D&D t- TV show. And that is being helmed by the gentleman known as Rawson Marshall Thurber, who um, had his hands in the movie Central Intelligence, starring The Rock and Kevin Hart, mm-hmm. uh, We're the Millers, uh, Dodgeball. Uh, but the... The future of the show is a bit in limbo. They're still very much confident that it will get made. However, the studio that was at it, that was responsible for it, Hasbro is actually mm-hmm. selling it. And so it's the article from uh, comicbook.com says that the show is being shopped to potential buyers, you know, platforms like Netflix or other television networks that would air the program. And mm-hmm. had even garnered bids from interested parties, but that process was quote interrupted by Hasbro's announcement that it was planning to sell the studio. But despite that, they're still, like I said, very uh, confident that the show will get picked up somewhere. One because, I mean, the script they said was good. I mean, it was it was a solid show. And two, like D- Dungeons and Dragons, the brand, the IP, is that well known and that important that. Yeah. You know, it's something that would be, they'd be hard pressed to pass up. And additionally, like I said, you know, they said that uh, Ross and Marshall Thurber is an exciting piece of talent. So all three of those things combined make it sound like, you know, it's oh, yeah. not a matter of if, but when. And so that's yeah. exciting because, uh, you know, Hopefully we are living, we're living in a, in a literal deluge of like fantasy content between Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings and the Wheel of Time. I'm and so happy. <laughs> it's yeah, it's like what every like you know high school like you know nerd, you know teenage nerd back in the gap would have wanted. And yeah, yeah I love it. It's so good. <laughs> and then we also a piece of merchandise was brought to our attention, which Mary immediately just began fawning over it's true it's so cute and i need it i need it to sit next to moloch on the shelf um whiz kids has revealed a life-size pseudo dragon familiar statue this little guy is like laid down all curled up with his little head resting on his tail he's so cute um <laughs> but yeah they uh revealed it is a collectible in its line of life-size statues uh, 
it's in the next entry in its uh, familiars line. So it is the size of a house cat, approximately. And I just, I need it. Who doesn't need a pseudo dragon? Like, I have all these dice. I need to like, I would totally use him as a dice bolt. Oh my gosh. Now I have a purpose for it. See, I've just convinced myself to buy it, telling you guys about it. Like you just needed the justification. I did. And now I have one. So it's fine. (laughs) Yeah. One of the photos has it curled up on uh, the Dungeon Master's Guide. So it, and it pretty much takes up the entire book. So, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's it's pretty sizable. I think it's, you can pre-order it now for $99.99. Yeah. Yeah, so, it is so set to release. Mm-hmm. It's set to release March 2023. Um, and it says, according to WizKids, it's curled up in a cozy ball and ready to doze on any mantle, bookshelf, or coffee table. It's roughly 14 inches long, is latex and soft foam. And you can uh, pre-order it. Yeah, it looks cool. I mean, like I said, it's it's definitely look awesome mm-hmm. on, on any mm-hmm. shelf. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's going to look awesome on my shelf, I'm sure, because I won't be able to help myself either. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have to. You have to. You must. It's a necessity. If I must, I must. Speaking of things that are a necessity, uh, going to the DMs Guild and checking out what they have available is, I, I do it at least several times a week just to see like what's going on. Stuff that uh, like I have, I've had my eye on and then it goes mm-hmm. on sale and now I have like zero excuse to, not to, to not buy it, uh, this week, because we're talking about, uh, gratitude and, and being thankful because of the holiday of Thanksgiving. Uh, I'm going to recommend the Turkey snatcher from Elvin tower. It says <laughs> it's Thanksgiving time and it is high time you go on another adventure. A madman has stolen all the turkeys from the town's barn. Who will be valiant enough to chase him and recover the missing livestock? And it's fantastic. It's uh, got four and a half star rating. It's a short adventure for Thanksgiving, but it says it's highly fun any time of the year. Um, It's uh, got a fantastic map of the turkey snatcher's lair. And... Better than all that, it's absolutely free. You can go onto DM's Guild, oh, pick it up no. for free, run a quick little one-shot adventure, you know, few hours with friends, family, whoever it may be, and uh, and just have some fun. And what's great about uh, Elven Tower is that they actually create maps for um, various cities. Like they have maps um, of Vandalin. They have maps of Baldur's Gate. They have maps of Neverwinter. And so uh, Darkwing had mentioned uh, earlier that his his uh, the campaign he was running, his party's running through Waterdeep right now. And it's going to be one of those things that uh, would come very, very much in handy for uh, the, for players that, you know, are very visual and want to be able to see mm-hmm. like where they're going and what they're doing. So definitely check it out. Link, of course, in the show notes. And that being said... Let's go ahead and jump back into the show. I, yeah, I've uh, finally got myself to stop crying. Let me grab some more tissues and uh, hear from both of you. Absolutely. Let's go. Ah! 
Welcome back as we continue to discuss what we are grateful for in regards to D&D, Dungeons and Dragons, and just tabletop role-playing games in general. We've already shed a few tears, gone Mm -hmm. down memory lane. Uh, Coffee, what do you got for us? What are you grateful for? What are you thankful for when it comes to this game? So I'm I'm thankful for that because I'm able to just play with some friends I met at work. My, my first job was I played with them for a few months. That was that was nice. Yeah, like you're, so you're able to, you know, continue those relationships beyond the workplace, yeah. and you know, like you said, like you, like it would, that's kind of been an ongoing theme that you make that you nurture and grow these relationships mm-hmm. that you otherwise wouldn't have. Anything else? Anything else you're grateful for? You're always you're always the one the man of of few words. You're very stoic and it's to true. the point and direct. Oh my gosh, he is a dwarf. The man with no name. <laughs> you are a dwarf. We were talking pre-show. We're like I said, we we're talking heights, and and we said that coffee would either be the halfling, but he's got this great big beard, and I was like, well, actually, more more dwarf, but and uh, personality-wise, you're more of a dwarf. We've we've got That's our party. Probably because I I played for like a few months and that was that was it. I've been playing much less than all of you guys. So, well, I mean, I love I love the fact that you know in the past couple of years and you know obviously the the pandemic was you know something mm-hmm. that we wish had not happened. Oh um, God! But one you know one good thing that came out of it was that you know, we were able to connect online with, mm-hmm. you know, people that we otherwise wouldn't have and and play this game with. Yep. And, and that also attracted a lot more players, you know, folks that like, I'm stuck inside the house. Like, what can I do? Like, Oh, I'll, you That's know, I'll absolutely. try this. Absolutely. Uh-huh. I'll try this weird game that I saw the, the nerd kids on stranger things playing. <laughs> they seem pretty excited I... about it. It might be, it might be fun. <laughs> It, yeah, absolutely. That's actually how I started playing was October of 2020. I've actually never seen that show. Locked down. A lot of people had never me either. It. Coffee. I've never seen one episode. Yeah, it's I'm like one of my favorite shows. Uh... I've actually seen that. There we go. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's an ongoing. That's the one joke show that, that, that Mary is like, oh, I haven't seen that. Oh, I haven't. Heard I will write this it's... on the calendar. Mary saw this show. It's true. I've watched a lot of Stranger <laughs> Things. I actually bought the. Um, Wizards of the Coast version of the Thessal Hydra campaign that I've, is used I've got in it the on show. My I have it. Mm-hmm. I want to run it on people at some point. I just haven't. So many ideas, so little time. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it's I, I and all these new folks that have come into the fold. You know, again, like there is a subsection of the community that is very gatekeepery. That is they very, are they very are. toxic. That's, that's that's everywhere though. And no, exactly. Yeah. Those guys are always the biggest jerks. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you know, for me, it's like, hey, the more the merrier. Mm-hmm. Like I love it. And like the thing about new players is that they often come with obviously like they don't have any biases or any sort of like preconceived mm-hmm. ideas. So they come that's up it. with some of the best idea, like some of the best some... solutions. Absolutely. Some fresh eyes on it. It's always neat to see different perspectives and to get to see what, uh, what drives people. Cause you can also see a lot about a person's motivation. 
yep. in the way that they play. And you can also tell that they're exploring different parts of like different parts of their personality. Like for me, it was parts of me that I had to tuck away. I had to hide away. I was too much. I was too loud. I was right. too hyper, too noisy, too this, too that, too weird. And too all much. too much. I got called too much a lot, yeah. but getting to be these other little characters, these other aspects of who I am has actually made me more comfortable and has helped with a lot of, like I said, a lot of trauma healing. Didn't come from a good childhood. Didn't come from a good relationship. Like my, my marriage was awful and this has helped. Like these are the people that have helped me heal from 15 years of abuse. Therapy and dice in math. Mm -hmm. Oh, and math. I love math. That shit don't change. It's always exact. But yeah, this is, that's 100% worth it. Sergio, what are, what are you grateful for, sir? It's your turn to make us cry. Oh, (laughs) I'm going to make myself cry just thinking about it. Um, I mean, I Good. join, join the clan. We're all crying over here. Damn it. First and foremost, um, I am, I am thankful for this show. Um, when, you know, I've always been a fan of lore. I've always been a fan of mythology, which is why, like, you know, I was utterly obsessed with the elder scrolls game and utterly obsessed with the in-game books that you could find or steal in the game. I was so obsessed with collecting all the books and literally like sitting in front of my TV screen and reading them that if I if I found one that I didn't have in the game and I had to steal it, I would steal it and then I would go and sell it to my fence and then buy it back from him so that it didn't show up as stolen in my inventory. So like guards wouldn't stop me and be like, hey, you have stolen you know, goods. Um, the first thing I did in in Skyrim was, you know, once they uh, um, released the DLC to build homes, was the first add-on I built was a library so I could house all my books. And so when I discovered this podcast, when, you know, Tom and Stuart had started it, immediately, that's, that's, that's my community. That's, that's for me right there. And so unbelievably grateful and humbled that you know, I was asked to, to take over the reins along with crit, you know, when they were stepping down and, you know, and Aaron and I were able to do the show for a while. He unfortunately had to step back due to, you know, other obligations that he had. And I'm, I'm grateful that my community was such that it didn't take long for me to find someone, you know, equally as amazing to join me on this journey in Mary. We're all happy to have her. And Thank you. yeah, I have nothing but good things to say about Mary and, and of course, then, you know, the patrons, the folks that literally, you know, literally give us coin, literally give us gold and silver mm-hmm. to make this show bigger and better. And, and the listeners, every person listening to this right now, or any person that has listened mm-hmm. to an episode that you know, invites us into their life, you know, one hour at a time. You know, the, the fact that, you know, I, I was, I played a game a few years back with a group of friends, one of which has passed now as well. And uh, when, when I 
you know, back in September of last year, when I took over, I messaged them all. And I said like, Hey, like, remember how we used to play this silly game a few years back? I actually am doing a podcast now about it. And, you know, like I, this is literally a dream come true. Being able to do this show, being able to talk to other people about something that I love so much that, you know, Mary and I talked about it. Uh, it's, you know, like my brain is specifically like built for this sort of thing. Like I get yep. so hyper fixated on, you know, things that I obsess over, you know, it's nothing for me to start doing research into, you know, some character or some campaign setting and then realize like, oh, I've forgotten to go to sleep. It's three in the morning and I have to be up in a few hours. No, no, no you're wrong. That, that's where the best ideas come from. It's 9 it's p.m. 5 a.m. And when I no haven't sleep. eaten today. Uh, right. I sh- Why do I have a headache? Oh, that's right. I'm supposed to eat and drink water. Like- the water is very important. <laughs> and so, you know, this, this is the this being able to do this show is, is literally a dream come true. And like I mentioned earlier, the relationships that I've gained as a result of it, you know, I, I wouldn't trade for anything, you know, and I feel like we're on the precipice of something even bigger, you know, as we have so many great ideas for the future for this show. And, you know, the, the support that we're getting from, from the, from the patrons, from the listenership, from the discord, from Twitter, from social media in general, you know, not oh, sure yeah. if, if Twitter will be around by the next round table, but who knows, uh, you know, it's, it's been, it's been so incredible and I'm so grateful for that. I'm grateful for the ability to, to tell stories. I've always oh, been God, a storyteller. Yes. I've always, you know, I've always wanted to not so much, not be the center of attention, but I've always wanted to be able to bring people joy mm-hmm. or or make people feel something, not even just joy, like just, just make them feel something. To feel something and you know that it's genuine and that right. you've created it together. Right. And so yes. I, I love, I love writing and I love being able to that, just the fact that, you know, being able to write something and and convey an emotion and have another person who may not even know you feel that is is something that you know I'm able to do through D&D and through TTRPGs I mean yeah like you know there's there's moments of of gut bursting laughter and mm-hmm. there's moments of you know, heart-wrenching agony. And I, this game has literally given me so much and has mm-hmm. changed my life in so many ways. Absolutely. That, you know, I, I would recommend a tabletop role-playing game to anybody. Mm-hmm. Absolutely anybody. And the last thing I want to say that I'm, I'm grateful for is i mean it sounds kind of cheesy and kind of corny but like i'm grateful for the art like i i am oh, not gosh absolutely do yeah. not have an artistic bone in my body i wish i, I if try. i if i had if i if i had one talent 
you know, like I could say like, oh, I, I'd want to like play guitar, you know, like every girl loves the guy playing the guitarist. Uh, but I, I, I wish I could draw. I wish I had that, that talent because, you know, I see these, the books that come out, not just the official Wizards of the Coast, you know, uh-huh. uh, releases, but the stuff on the DMs Guild. Yeah. And I think this stuff is just so amazing. It's so incredible. And I mean, that's, that's half the fun. Like, like half of these books could just operate as like coffee table books. In fact, uh, they are, aren't they? Um, I was, uh, I was at a drive, uh, at a drive-in movie one time, like, like 15 years ago. And I was there with a friend and her, uh, two boys. And they were like four and five at the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was a double feature. And so we had about 30 minutes between, uh, between the movies. And I'm thinking like, okay, how the heck am I going to entertain these like two like rascals, you know, mm-hmm. for 30 minutes. And I have, of course, I just happen to have my monster manual with me in the car. Uh, never leave home without it. Isn't that where everyone keeps it? <laughs> At least one copy for sure. <laughs> And so I just like, so I, you know, flip it open and just start, you know, showing them them. And they're like, they're captivated. They're, Mm -hmm. they're wanting to know what they do, if they're a good guy or a bad guy. Uh, At one point, their mom, they're like, mom, look at this one. And she says, uh, oh, he looks like he doesn't bathe. And then after that, they want to know if each one bathes or not. And so I, I feel that should be added to uh, the stat block. Bathes, yes, no, you know, infrequently. A scent rating? They need a smell <laughs> I'm rating. I'm adding that to my I I'm need a smell rating on now. my monsters now. My I haven't had my uh, monster manual for months. My daughter has it because she's been using it to create art because she's an artist. Oh, lucky, I am not. Lucky her, yeah. I know. I'm, I'm with your daughter. That's how I got into this in the first place is the art. And I thought I was an artist. I, <laughs> I am an artist, but that's not the point. But art brings, I, I think art brought a lot of us into this, honestly. Yeah. Well, it, like It's very reminiscent of, uh, my dad had a lot of coffee table books of Boris Vallejo, his yeah. art. Um, And as soon as I started seeing it, I was like, oh no, this is, so there's that nostalgia comfort. Hey, this reminds me of my dad. <laughs> Right, right. Yeah, so that absolutely plays into it. I wish I could draw the stuff that goes on, the shenanigans. Like, oh, I want to draw shenanigan scenes. <laughs> I want to draw. Don't worry about it. You scenes. guys write. You write the stuff. You I write do. It. Yeah. That's just as artistic as anything you could ever That's put true. on paper. That's true. I our most one of our most recent sessions. I improved the last hour and a half of it. It was a two-hour session. 30 minutes, they went through everything I was ready for, so we just winged it. It's that creativity, community. Ah, it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't trade it for anything in the mm-hmm. world. No. Um, I'm mad yeah, I a, didn't get here sooner. I was clapping and then just realized I was on mute. <laughs> no, yeah, that's, that's the one, that my one regret is that I, like, I, that I didn't start playing this game sooner than I did. Because, uh, you know, now, like, I, you know, uh, even when I started playing, like, you know, I had a, a regular, you know, full-time job, nine to five, uh, and, you know, adult, I was, you know, all pretty much an adult. And so, like, I, I had those adult responsibilities. Had I been playing, mm-hmm. you know, at the same age as these Stranger Kids, Stranger Things kids were playing, 
Stranger Kids, uh, I would that's us. We are the Stranger Kids. I would have, you know, I would have been playing this game nonstop. I, I, mm. I would have never stopped playing this game. Yep, I ventured into it actually. The first uh, campaign that I played was with Mello, um, our friend Lex, and with Atticus. We were all mm. members of this campaign. So Mello and I were friends for a little bit before it, but then when we started creating characters and making backstories and like plot lines and stuff, like that's my go-to like one of my go-to people to go through any of it with and i can't imagine i can't imagine this journey without these people though it's so worth it and darkwing you let's go ahead and and wrap up really quickly um thanking uh darkwing and coffee for joining us and everyone who wrote in to let Mm -hmm. us know what they're thankful for uh darkwing you mentioned a friend that uh I did that you I play did. with he's a he's a he's older than all of us and he's been around he's seen the absolute full evolution of this game uh he was he was young enough to see iron maiden live in 1980 uh he i asked him if he had anything he wanted me to say this morning and all he had to say was that he was just grateful for 42 years of friends and fun and I, I think that really puts a cap on everything we've been trying to say this morning. Uh, yeah. And I just want to thank you guys again for having me, uh, putting you. up with me. And uh, I look forward to so much more from you guys. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. And thank you to your friend. Yeah, 42 years of yes. of friends and fun. I mean, that's that is... uh, there's just about nothing I'd rather do uh, for fun than D&D. And everyone I play with, I consider a friend. Agreed. So thank you so much for listening to this very special, very emotional episode mm-hmm. of the D&D Lorecast <laughs> Patron Roundtable Edition. My name is Sergio. And I am Mary. Fare thee well, dear listener, dear friends. And until we meet again, may all your 20s be natural. Thanks for listening to the Dungeons and Dragons Lorecast. If you've enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with a friend, following us on Twitter at DNDLorecast, or jumping on the Robots Radio Discord to chat more with us about Dungeons and Dragons. We'll talk to you next time. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net.